fucking Ravens all day, every day with your host, Justin P. And my MVP co-host, Ms. Shannon Fitch. This is episode 90. Yep, episode 90 <laughs> uh, for the YouTube right there. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, for the audio version, all the links are right there in the, in the description. So you can subscribe to the, um, you know, show on those platforms as well. Along with myself, Dave, and Shannon. I got a good show for y'all. You know, um, we recapping this, you know, ugly win, but I win nonetheless from mm-hmm. Sunday. So I'm going to go ahead and let Shannon get right into it. Go ahead, co-host. Uh, lead the show away. All right, Justin. So what is your good, bad, and ugly for week eight? Uh, good, bad, and ugly. Um, hmm. defense for sure. They they played amazing. Um, as always, as as have they've been <clears throat> done all season long. So, um, I'm gonna see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna go with Gus Edwards because Gus Edwards had a heck of a game on um on Sunday as well. Mark Andrews and I'm gonna go with uh. Uh, Michael Pierce, because you know he balled out, man. He, he, in my opinion, was the player of the game. Bad, pad, uh, um, pass protection was was like so so at times because the Cardinals edge rushes. You you know they got a lot of improving guys and they still were getting sacks. Uh, Lamar got to get the ball up quicker. He, he you know he kind of took some sacks he wasn't supposed to take. So that was ugly as well, and um, you know, and um, he bad as well, and um, just uh, just missed opportunities for the most part. And ugly uh, penalties, you know, penalties. So that's that's it, for us. Ugly, it wasn't too much ugly, just penalties for the most part. So um, the floor is yours, goes home. Um, I agree. You actually said everything I was going to say as far as my good, bad, and ugly. Um, the defense, like you said, they've been good all season. Um, Michael Pierce, he had a day. I mean, I, I couldn't believe um, how dominant he actually was in that game. Um, Gus Edwards, like we said, stop being cute, get to back to what we know we can do. We can run the ball. Um, that didn't just stop because we have a new offensive coordinator. Um, you got to figure out at certain points of the game what's working and when it's not working, switch over, see what you know can work, run the ball. Um, Gus Edwards showed us on Sunday that we should be running the ball. Um, my bad is the same with Lamar. Um, I, I feel like overall we we capitalized when we needed to. Like when we when the defense created turnovers and things like that, and we got good field advantage. We we scored the scored the ball, and that's what you hope to do off of turnovers. You know, get some points on the board, and we did that. Um, the offense could have been better. Um, to me, I feel like they came out in the first half trying to pick up where they left off with the Lions, um, just passing the ball right up the gate. And I don't, I didn't really see the need of it. I feel like you gotta, one thing I liked about or do like about um, Bill Belichick, and it might not look like this now because they haven't been as successful, but every week he has a different game plan. You know, he doesn't just, he, he plays according to who he's playing, you know? So sometimes you can come out and you can pass the ball and that's the way to beat a beat a team. Another time you might have to pound it out. Um, and I feel like we need to, you know, get back to that. Um, Lamar with the holding the ball too long, that was definitely an issue on Sunday. Um, but again, he did some amazing things um, and and helped us score points. So it's not that's not to you know rag on Lamar, but he definitely took some unnecessary sex. 
Um, I'll also say the bag was the defense in certain parts of the game. Um, that first drive that the Cardinals had, I mean, that was a gimme. All of the, the penalties that we gave up on that um, drive, how we played in the fourth quarter, it wasn't good at all. Um, but overall, because we had a good day, it kind of saved us in the end, but it, it kind of got, uh, you know, bad in the end for the defense because it could have gotten ugly if things would have took a turn. And as far as the ugly, it was the penalties, definitely. You know, like penalties and the gate drives, penalties help the other team continue drives. And we we did a lot of that on Sunday. So um, hopefully we can get some of that cleaned up. You know, um, one of my things about our offense, I was saying last, last week about a key to winning the game was not reverting backwards. And I feel like we were it backwards offensively a little bit on Sunday, just based on not not doing what's suiting us at that time of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But it's not all loss. It wasn't all bad. But it definitely could have been better, and I think the guys know that. So, overall, like we said before, I would rather learn in a win than learn in a loss. And we won the game. So, ultimately, you know, we can't be mad about that. Okay. All right, on to topic number two. All right, so we're going to do the position grades. How did you rate Harbaugh and the coordinators? Freedom. Oh, uh, they all get a B plus because adjustments could have been made sooner. Uh, like I said, Todd Munkin realized in the second half, how we going to run the bubble gust is working. They're dropping back, basically playing previous defense. They rushed three and dropped eight, damn it, the whole game. So for a few times, they did bring mm-hmm. speed, but you know, they caught on a little late to that. Um, Mike McDonald, you know, he slowed down that running game with the kid, uh, Imacado. He was getting, he was gashing us. Uh, we let Hollywood get some stuff in the fourth quarter, you know, but you know. He, you know, it was basically like in catch-up time. And Harbaugh, um, he didn't really make no bonehead calls, but I just felt like adjustments could have been made sooner. We still put up 31 points, but, um, yeah. So they all get a B-plus for me. I was going to say a B. Um, I give them a B because I do agree that I feel like adjustments should be made earlier than, you know, halftime. Like if you see something's not working and you know you can do something else, do something else. You know, show the defense something um, else. I kind of feel like they went into that game wanting to get an early start, like an early lead, and that's why they were passing the ball the way they were. Um, but when you see that something's not working out, just change it up. Um, and unfortunately for us, they did change it, and it wasn't too late. And actually, like, the game wasn't even as close as it looked in the end. It's just like, like I said, we had a bad fourth quarter with some, you know, big plays allowed um, defensively, which made it look a lot closer than it was and could have been. Um, but overall, I give them a B. It wasn't anything too bad that the coaches did um, on Sunday. So how do you rate um, or grade the quarterback, Lamar? I give him a B. You know, uh, they throw a touchdown pass, uh, you know, five yards, like, we're going to need more than that. And I get it. Uh, like you said, you can't expect to throw for four, three, four hundred yards every week. We definitely should have got a little bit more than that. Held on to the ball too long sometimes. Get rid of it. Uh, you know, pick up certain protections. If you know somebody there, you know, tell a running back, go on this side. You know, you know, it's just little things like that. Hey, receivers has have hot routes in case, 
you know, if they bring in more than what you can block, have some guys run some option routes. But so I give him a B. It definitely could have been a much better performance. Yeah, I give him a B as well. Um, it wasn't anything really negative to say. Only reason why it's not an A more or less, because I do feel like he was holding the ball a little bit too long. Um, but he made some special plays um in that game, which makes him the special player that he is. Um, so yeah, not too much on that. I'll give Lamar B for um his performance on Sunday. And what do you give the running backs? Uh, Gus get an A. Gus and Justice Hill get an A. Um, they did their thing, man. Gus had three touchdowns. Justice Hill got yards we needed. So yeah, they they get an A, man. Gus Gus stole the show offensively. I agree. A, a plus, and all because of Gus. Um, I saw that he just won. I believe it was um, what do they call it? Offensive player of the week or run whatever they give you for the. He just won that for the AFC. Um, he had a great game. Like I said, it probably could have been even better if we would have gotten to him earlier. Um, but I think what Sunday showed us with, with him is that he can carry the load. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to look elsewhere. You know, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but we don't have to look elsewhere for um, a running back that can be explosive or have power when we do have one in-house right now. Um, so, like you said, we get closer to the um, colder months and the playoffs. We're going to have to be able to run the ball. Let's get Gus going now. Like we see it now, we're almost halfway through the season. Let's get them going. Sunday showed me that's how we should be starting our offense. Run the ball to open up the pass. If they respect the run, it'll open up a lot for the for the wide receivers and tight ends and make the passing game look even better than it can look. So, yeah, Gus, Gus did the damn thing on Sunday. And what grade do you give the tight ends and wide receivers? Uh, a B, a B. And Mark Andrews scored. Uh, Zay he had under 50 yards, which hurt my parlay, by the way. But, yeah, they, they, they left some yards up there, a, a lot of yards. Uh, Aguilar, Aguilar uh, had a drop, a big drop. So, yeah. Odell got to stop whining about, which we'll talk about next. But he got to play more football. He did just enough for us to get the victory. Yeah, um, I give them a, a B minus, and it's more or less a B minus because it wasn't as explosive as it could have been. Um, Z Flowers didn't have his best day. Um, you know, I, I expected a little bit more out of him, but I'm not mad. He's a rookie. He's been he's been playing well all season. Um, Mark Andrews, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you need to get him more involved in the red zone, and it seems like they've gotten to that, especially over the past couple of weeks. Um, Bateman. I mean, he had a hell of a catch, you know, that if he wouldn't have went up and, and basically took that ball from the DB, the DB, that would have been a bad play on Lamar's behalf because the ball wasn't a you know a good ball thrown anyway. And it almost looked like the DB had it, but Bateman just basically took it from him and made that look even more amazing than it had. Like, that was probably the best thing, one of the best things I've seen Bateman do um, since being here, which lets us know also um, what he's capable of doing. And... With Odell, like you said, we're going to get into him next, but um, I wish we can get a little bit more out of him. And, and I'll explain what I mean um, when we talk about the next topic. But overall, um, it wasn't that bad, but I wish it would have been a little bit better um, because then it would have been a different game earlier. But again, we're, we're still trying to learn mm -hmm. and get th guys back in the thick of things. I want to get Bateman more involved, um, if anything.
All right, so we can move over to the defense. What grade do you give the defensive line? Uh, did we do the offensive line yet? I'm sorry, we didn't. Offensive line, I'm sorry. Let's go back to that. I'm sorry, my bad. Offensive line, what grade do you give the offensive uh -huh. line? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I don't know. My bad. They get a they get a C plus because so, there's no one where you like Maji Sanders and you know, those guys get pressure like that. This is a, one of the worst pass rushing groups in the league, and they were getting pressure. They were looking like the 49ers and Eagles up there on uh, Sunday. So yeah, they get a C plus. We got too many experienced players up there to be giving up pressures like that. Stanley was getting beat. Uh, mm -hmm. tight law, though I know he now officially has beat every NFL team, he was giving up some stuff as well. So, we got we got to block better collectively up there. And granted, it, you know, we had some guys in and out all year, but that definitely wasn't their best performance. Yeah, I give them, I give them a C so as well. C. Yeah, I give them a C as well. Um, they had the, they had Arizona's off defense looking better than I thought. I mean, I was looking like, wait a minute. Did I underrate these guys when we were talking about them on Thursday? Um, and, and, you know, one thing that we're chasing, um, and I said this last week as well, with the offense is consistency. Like, we can't – we don't have any sort of consistency on the offense, and that's across the board, um, which, like, outside of Lamar. So, Lamar's playing <clears throat> at almost an MVP level. I mean, you can talk about the fumbles and things like that, but for the most part, the offense has not been consistent. And that starts with the offensive line. You know, we can have good weeks where we say they're they're playing well, and then the next week they do things like this. I'm gonna give them a C only because I still feel like Lamar was holding the ball too long. And in situations like that, I mean, if you're watching it and you understand, you'll call it out and say Lamar was holding the ball too long. In other instances, you might say the offensive line didn't do a good enough job blocking for him. So that situation kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but I'll give them a C. We gotta we gotta be a lot more consistent up front for everything else on the offense to flow. All right, so Very let's true. go over to the defensive line now. Defensive line, what grade did you give the defensive line? They get an A plus because like I said, man, Michael Parrish played amazing game, man. And Benny BK did his thing, and Bryce Washington, Trevor Jones got pressure. They gave up some stuff on the run, but they got it together, you know, in the fourth quarter. So they get an A-plus, man. Like, Michael Perez stole the show defensively. Yes, he did. Um, A-plus for me as well. I mean, <clears throat> Michael Perez had a day. It, I don't know if it would have really made it with anybody else. Did. Like, from, from the way that his day went, I can't give them anything other other than that. Like, like you said, they they it was, it was certain times where you look at it like, okay, you could have done better with um, stopping a run. But – Overall, especially when we needed it, the defensive line did their job. Like I, I couldn't ask for anything better from them. Um, did a great job. And part and one of my keys to victories was, um, you know, get after whoever the quarterback is. And I feel like they did that um, with Dobbs. Like I didn't, I didn't think Kyler Murray was going to play, but even though Dobbs made good, you know, he made plays and he looked good. Like he, considering his circumstances, he looked good. He he, he could have done, done enough to win. But I feel like our defensive line was on one on Sunday, and I give them an A plus. And what grade do you give the linebackers, pass rushers, and middle inside linebackers? Uh, they get a they get an A. Um, like I said, 
They were all over the place. Adafi always got to finish his sacks. That's my only issue with him. So, yeah, I was. I told AJ. I said, "Man, yeah, I'm with you on this one, bro." I always play like he got. He got to finish. He got to finish. He has to finish because that could be in the. What if that's a playoff game? Patrick Mahomes still up. They throw a touchdown. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Or throw a, throw a touchdown, or you know whoever. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, like you got to get the quarterback. Did you hear that whistle? Take the quarterback Keep to the going. ground. Right. Like I think that was totally unacceptable, man. And it could have cost us. So that was the only that was the did they thing. Uh, Clowney played good. Van Noy played good. So definitely an A. Like the, the, the old way play stopped them getting an A plus. I agree. I'm, I'll give them an A as well. I mean, was always like we kind of we expect a little bit more from him. Um, I, I was kind of nervous. I thought he got hurt <clears throat> at, at that particular time. He was down on the field, so I thought he got hurt. But I think he, he came back in, so he wasn't. I was worried, like, oh my god, he just came back. But yeah, he got, got he has to do better, you know. And we can't keep on talking about um his potential and, and what it could be. He got to be that, you know. That's the reason why we're bringing in guys like um Van Noy and Clowney because we can't get we can't get anything from our young pass rushers. Um, but they didn't have a bad day overall, so yeah, I'll give them an A. And what grade do you give the secondary, cornerbacks and safeties? A plus. You get two interceptions. That was good. It's the it's it's, it's a pass. The team stole the ball seventy five percent now. So yeah, I. Get them A plus. Gino and Brandon Stevens got the turnovers. Marlon was covering his guys. Uh, Kyle Hamilton played well, so yeah, I get them A plus. Same A plus. I mean, the secondary has been the most consistent part of our team this year, and they've been the most banged up. Almost like I don't, you know, it's like a running a race with different um, different position groups, but we've had a lot of injuries in our secondary. Um, two important guys, like guys we expect to be our number ones at cornerback mm-hmm. and safety, and guys are just coming in and, and, and replacing them and making plays, and it's like we're, it doesn't even look like we're missing a beat. Um, a plus. And like I said, Marlon is coming back around. He's getting comfortable. We had another uh, another great game. Um, Marcus Williams is back practicing this week, so that'll be even better for the secondary, but definitely A plus for them. Another great week for the secondary. I, I bet he I, I, I bet he I bet he is back practicing saying Geno Stone getting all them pictures. He know he know the NFL is a business. His ass can get out of here. Yeah, yeah. so he like shit the hell with that torn. He probably like I can have torn whatever. I'm getting out there. That young boy ain't great take my spot. And that's true. Because Geno will be all a lot right, here's cheaper. Our next topic. All right. So we we kind of touched on this when we were talking yep. about um when we were talking about the offense and things like that. And I know you probably saw the clip of Odell being upset on the sideline. So do you understand Odell's frustration? No, I don't, because it's all on him. Get open. Get open. Lamar's giving you targets and drawing up stuff for you. Sometimes they over trying to get you the ball because the pick game Lamar through the interception because he was trying to keep you happy. So, yeah, nah, man, he got to get open. It's that simple, man. Like, you know, I get it. He came up with injuries and all that, but you got to get open. Zay getting open. Aguilar getting open. 
Uh, Bateman getting open from a time to time. You got to get open. You, know, you can't just think because you owe that back them. Teams are just going to say, you know what? Hey, we're going to let you go and go for 100 yards. No, bro, it don't work like that. So, yeah, like, you, you know what I mean? 2014 through 17, 18, you, yeah, you were the man. But now, like, you're older receivers, so now you got you to gotta get open. You got to use your mind more. You know what I mean? So that's my thing with him. No, his frustration is all on him. Get open, catch the football, and, and keep the chase moving. It's that damn simple. I agree 100%. Um, I don't want – I don't understand what he's upset about. And this is something we've talked about in the offseason about if it's enough balls and how guys are going to react, you know, as, as far as who's getting attention and who's doing what with this offense and how we expected it to go. Um, my thing is, uh, who are you frustrated at? Because if anybody, you should be frustrated with yourself. You know, we, we all look at these games. You have rookie corner, you have rookie cornerbacks coming in and basically trying to sun you, um, calling you an old man. Like, you're not going after it. Like, you, like, the catch that Bateman made on Sunday, that's something that we've seen Odell do, even if it's going up with one hand, he would still come down with balls like that most of the time. It's like, bro, you, it doesn't look like you can do that much anymore. And I understand that Lamar wants to get him involved and he probably has um, incentives and things that he needs to meet to, to get get paid a certain amount. But I just want to say to Lamar or Munkin or whoever is, is whoever idea it is, stop force feet and Odell. Like, because the reality of it is this. I understand wanting to get yards. I understand wanting to get a touchdown. But even with you getting defensive pass interference, I mean, you're still helping the team out. You're putting us in a position to score. And if you score more points, you can win. And what's most important is winning, right? Or is it about you meeting your, hitting your numbers and getting incentives so you can get your money or so you can say your bet? You know, get after it more. Be the Doug that we know you can be. Like you said, get open. If you have a chance to go up for a ball, go up for it. But you making it look like you really are old because a couple of times I'm like, damn, he's not going to go up. You're not going to go try to get it. You know what I mean? And it's like, I just feel like they're forcing it. So all I can say is, no, right. I don't understand who mm -hmm. what his frustration is. But if you are frustrated, like, I would just ask them who you're frustrated with. You know, if anybody, be frustrated with yourself because it's all on you. Yeah, because then the day, like I said, they drawing up plays for him. Lamar's definitely looking for him, so he got to execute. It's just that plain and simple. Yeah, like I don't know yeah. what else to say for us. That, like, yeah, you know, get mad with number three. Yeah. All right, is our next topic. All right, so I don't know if you saw this floating around um, on Twitter and brief fans, but it was said that it was a trade in place for um, Derek Henry to come to the Ravens, but the Titans mm -hmm. owner vetoed it. What did you think about that? Right. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. The, um, the Amy Cronk, whatever her name is, I don't know if I said it right. But, um, they, you know, they're not going to try to help the AFC team that beat them a couple weeks ago try to get better. And, you know, so they probably wanted like a first or a high second. And EDC probably like, no, nah, I'll give a third or fourth or something like that. Maybe another player, so. You know, the conversation probably was an issue. And then the fact that Derrick Henry's contract, you got to make that work into your cap. Because mind you, you got your quarterback on the max contract. So draft picks, all the draft picks right now are very are very pivotal. Like, you got to have all, all your draft capital. Because, you know, next year it's going to be hard to get guys on, on, on and, you know, 
on free agent deals because, like I say, a quarterback is making a lot of money, which he should be. That's the one of the mm-hmm. most important positions on your team. So it's no big deal to me. It's just been a plus. Just the same thing with Josh Jacobs. There. They try to get him too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. It's, it's no big deal in my opinion because, like I said, the running game is working. All you got to do is give Gus the carries. I agree. Um, I think that after the game that they had on Sunday, you bring in your rookie quarterback and you you see how well he played and what he did. I mean, what what more would you want to have for your for a young um, quarterback? A run game and a wide receiver, which you have in Derrick Henry and Hopkins. So it's like I'm not I'm not I wasn't surprised to hear that um, he vetoed that because he's probably looking at it like we still got about. 10, 11 games. I don't know how many games they have left. And let's see what our young guy can no, do. No, that's a woman. The type... It's a no. woman owner? Yeah, Shannon, the Titans owner is a woman, by, for the record. Oh. I, just... mm-hmm. well, I knew the Lions owner Amy was a woman. Crunk, I didn't know Amy Crunk or something like that. Scrunk, something like that. Well, that's good. Well, I mean, yeah, Virginia Ricassis, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, Titans I mean, zone. There's a woman too. Yeah, it's a few. That's she, a couple women in the NFL. I mean, she's smart because, like I said, when you have a young a young quarterback, what you want what you want around them? You know what I mean? So, I'm not mad about it. Um, we talked about this last week as far as, you know, whether we needed to make a move or not make a move. I'm not mad that a move wasn't made. You know what I mean? But hearing about that rumor, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame the owner for being someone that, like you said, why help out a team that. It's kind of, we, we have a history with the Titans. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. Even though we've had some of their players come here, I don't see them trying to do something to make us better to, you know, put us over the edge to win a Super Bowl. And I'm not mad at them. Like, it's football. Absolutely. All right, here's our last topic of the day. Now this, we've been talking about this since the, since the off season, trying to figure out what was going to happen. How should we start on? What should we do? Should he start on a pup list? Is he week to week, day to day? What's the deal with Tyus Bowser, Justin? What's going on? I have no clue. Last year it was a torn pat and B bicep. All right, came back now. I didn't even know he was hurt. Again, I said, what the hell? He got hurt working out in the offseason. He just came <laughs> back from an injury. So, I don't know. I, I At this point, at this point, man, just save him for the playoffs if he ain't going to be ready. Or just slowly work him in, like, each week. Like, cause I don't know, man. It, every time I see him, he looks okay to me. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. I'm not a trainer. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully, we can see him, you know, in, in, in a few weeks. So we can gel with the rest of the defense, even though you know the scheme and stuff. But just to get back in playing shape, you see how I see it took Marlon a couple games to get back in the swing of things because you can't just be out a long time, even though you're a professional athlete. If you ever been doing the playing and doing it, your bodies will let you know, like, hey man, yeah, I need, I need, I need some reps. So yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. they slowly but surely work him in the mix because Calvin Noy and Clowney and Oway they've been playing pretty good for the most part. So we don't got to rush him back right away. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. I mean, when he came to camp and he kind of had like a little limp, I remember the media like recording him on camera and posting it like, oh, he's back. He has a little limp, like something's up. Then it was kind of like every week it was, oh, he has a little something. The season comes around and we're like, well, is he going to start on a pup list or not? Here we are, just finished week eight, getting ready for week nine, and he's still not back. You know, um, John Harbaugh has talked about it as much as he could. I know some fans are upset with him. 
Um, they feel like he's not transparent about injuries. I completely understand why he's not. Um, but he kind of like left it up to Tyus to say whatever, whatever it is, like whatever. I'll leave it up to him to say what it's going to be. And then Tyus had um, did like a, a podcast or something locally, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know. I feel great. Like everything was okay." So my thing is, is it Tyus not trusting his body, or is it the doctor saying you good and you feel like you're not? Like I don't know what the heck is going on, and it's kind of annoying. But I'm more like I'm with you on this. Like we know he knows the system. Um, let's just even stop talking about him at this point until he's back practicing. I feel like with the media and everybody alike, don't ask John Hall about any, anything else about him. And if, if Tyus Bowser is out, I mean, you can answer the question however you want to answer it, but John Harbaugh has no, he can't tell us when he's going to come back. You know, even when you look at what's happening with Deshaun Watson, right. it's been reports that, it's been reports that he could play and he's saying he can't play. Who, who, who are you going to believe, the doctors or the player? I don't, we don't mm -hmm. know that body. So if Tyus Bowser feels like he's not ready to come back yet, so be it, right? But we will need you at some point. It's like I was talking about getting Sue. Like, you can never have too many bodies. We would love to have the depth and the rotation to be able to bring guys in and out. And we'll need you, buddy. But it's like, what's up? Like, John Harbaugh not going to tell us what it is. So are you going to tell us what it is? I mean, when, when do you want to come back? Trying to work your way back. But at this point, like I said, the local media should just stop even talking about it with him because I don't think we're going to get the answers. And when we see him back out there really practicing in a full practice, then we'll know, like, okay, he's supposed to come back. Outside of that, it's like, whatever. Like, we're wasting time talking about it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, hopefully we'll have him back soon because, like I said, it's just, it's just a waiting game now. Uh, you know, I'd rather have him for the stretch of the year, you know, and back back half going into the playoffs. That's what we're really going to need him right now. We should be okay, but mm -hmm. I don't know. We shall see, man. Great show, uh, everyone. Uh, you know what I mean? Sorry. We, you know, technical gifts of coffee wasn't too bad, but that's the stream yard. I can't really control that. But, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, tomorrow we, um, we're going to do our preview, you know, week nine versus the Seahawks. So tune in for that. Dave will be on here as well. You know, you know, talking Ravens with us on the Wednesday. I know we know you Tuesday. I said Halloween. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so things happen, but we still brought y'all show today. So anything you want to say, Shannon, before we, before we wrap it up for tonight? I would just say the sky isn't falling in Baltimore just because we didn't trade for anybody. Um, I saw fans harassing Eric DaCosta's wife on Twitter. Not cool. We don't understand that. Um, like I said, on Thursday, we're, yeah, we're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Yeah. We're in good shape. We're in good shape. We have we have the guys that we need. It's just a matter of them putting it together. So we're good. Ravens are good. I'm a piggyback off the fans. Please stop. Leave that woman alone, please, because it's, it's it's getting disgusting. Like I get it. It's it, I, I commend her for actually having an open interaction with the fans. I think it's dope, but don't. She has nothing to do with her husband's profession. Nothing to do there. And he's not sitting there talking to his mm -hmm. wife. Hey, you think I should trade for Chase Young? <laughs> he's not doing that. Like people got to get that through their thick skulls. Seriously, people got to get mm -hmm. that through their thick skulls. Like y'all taking fandom. To a whole number level, like, you know. Yeah. Shannon loves the Ravens just as much as anybody, but we're not going to sit there and message Lacey Decosta about, oh, why wow, we ain't trade for Derek Henry or Josh Jacobs? Like, no, 
Stop it. Right. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He was like, it's just so, you know, win, lose, or draw, just support the team and just, you know, you just let your frustration be known. But she, it's nothing she can do about it. She just can't go to bed and be like, hey, how come I'm not going to cook dinner tonight because you didn't trade for Montez Sweat for me? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, come on, like people got to stop, man. People got to stop. I knew you was gonna laugh at that. Yeah, people gotta stop, man. <laughs> he's still a, still, a, he's still a human being, outside, outside of the profession. Well, mm-hmm. everyone, um, having the rest of the main Wednesday night is some NBA games on, so check that out. Basketball's back. Best time of the year. You got basketball, baseball for a little bit, and you got football and college football. So yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, we're gonna do a preview of week nine versus the Seahawks. Me, Shannon, and David. Uh, y'all guys, make sure y'all trade. Y'all know what that means. Talk Ravens all day, every day with your host, Justin P. And my million-dollar MVP co-host, Ms. Shannon mm-hmm. Fitch. See you guys tomorrow. Same bad time, bad channel. We are out. Good night. Bye, Justin. Bye, Shannon.